Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast hosted by the Guelph Family Health Study. If you're interested in the most recent research and helpful tips for a healthy, balanced living for you and your family, then this podcast is for you. In each episode, we'll bring you topics that are important to your growing family and guests who will share their expertise and experience with you. Our quick tips will help your family build healthy habits for a happy home. Welcome back to the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast. Today, we're interviewing our friend and fellow PhD student, Anisha, along with her husband, Sumit. Um, So welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you. And we can just start off with maybe you both telling us a bit about yourselves. Thanks so much, Sabrina and Lisa. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Um, So I am, as you mentioned, I'm one of the PhD students in the Guelph Family Health Study, and um, I've been working as a registered dietitian for the past about nine to 10 years. And I decided to come back for further training from like the excellent supervisors that we have on our team. Um, Sumit and I have uh, two children. So we we both uh, moved for for the purposes of PhD. Um, our daughter, Kiara, is seven years, and our son, uh, Kian, is 15 months. I guess that's uh, that's about us. Like, in terms of our interests and hobbies, I think pre-pandemic, we were traveling a lot. Pre, Pre-Kian, also, we were traveling a yeah, lot. pre-Kian. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, you know, going along, moving along, hopefully we will be get back to it. But I'll let Sumit introduce himself. Yeah, so pretty much born and raised in uh, Toronto and Brampton, and yeah, I went to school in Toronto, went to university in Toronto, and yeah, I've been working in uh, process improvement area, so operations IT for the past 15-ish years or so, (laughs) and yeah, so moving from downtown to Guelph on campus has been a bit of a change and yeah so and then pandemic so <laughs> <laughs> me and Anisha can you tell us you mentioned a little bit about how you traveled before the COVID and um, you did a bit more of that uh, before you know the world pandemic uh, I'm just curious to know a little bit about how the stay-at-home order uh, changed your family's routine <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, as, let's say aside, you know, the usual drop the kids off, school, daycare, etc. So obviously that was changed. Um, yeah, so then that, I guess, happened over March break, right? So that changed from, I guess, at that time, yeah, Kian was still going to daycare. So it was wake up in the morning, drop in daycare with Kiara, uh, something she enjoyed doing. She enjoyed dropping him and picking him up. And it went from that to pretty much then it's like, okay, so now we're, we're homeschooling. So Kiara was, or still is in Kumon. So we set it up such that, uh, do Kumon first. And then the rest of the day was determined based on how much schoolwork there was pretty much. Cause some days, uh, some days certain classes were added, like the social sciences and, um, social science and science, I think. And those had particular, particular projects added onto them. So some days school might be like the actual school education part might be a couple hours. Some days it might be all day. Um, so that was kind of the big difference, I would say, because um, being winter and I don't remember the temperatures in March, but I feel like it was still probably we were still experiencing those minus 40s. I don't know. But <laughs> so it's you can't go out of the house. So, yeah, I think that was pretty much the days. Right. So it just it changed into that. And then. 
as a temperature up a bit, then that do morning coffees and then start school day and that kind of thing. Yeah, life definitely changed a lot. Still, um, he's looking for work uh, in Guelph since we moved. Um, but yeah, for us, I think like everything, like we were, we were just like barely, like I think our entire day was like cooking, cleaning, taking care of our kids now. Um, it, and I was trying to do schoolwork as well, which I would do at night when I would have like a bit more time, but my son doesn't sleep at night either right now. So that was, that's been very, very challenging. Um, stop seeing our friends like everybody. So we weren't seeing our friends, but we were doing a lot of Zoom meetings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Became our new best friend. Um, it, it certainly like, it feels like a totally different, strange world, but I'm really hoping, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic and positive that by, you know, early next year, things will kind of get better again. Um, but yeah, with the fall schools opening, we're, we're hoping that, you know, some kind of normality will come back or some kind of semblance of that would come back to, um, to our routine again. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, and so because of all of the changes that we've all been experiencing, um, for your family in particular, what have been some of the biggest challenges during this time? So for us, at least. I think that it's been childcare, the biggest struggle. Um, we're lucky, but we're really lucky. Like we were able to, after things opened up a little bit, we were able to get somebody to come and help us, um, uh, which was fantastic and just, uh, you know, a godsend kind of help because <laughs> we were we were both struggling. Um, and also like my kids are very, very active. My kids like to be engaged. Like my son really likes to be engaged. So. You just having a third person in the home, like that really kind of changed, um, I guess, our, our routine a little bit. It got better and we were able to take breaks with that. Yeah, I think those are those kind of the biggest challenges, maintaining um, or rather meeting the needs of each kid at the same time. So one kid, it's really dependent on Kian because, uh, you know, he's, he's a baby. So what does he need at the time? So we're interrupting Kiara's schedule to meet Kian's schedule during the day because hers is a little bit more structured as in you know we know that day what she needs to do but she might be in the middle of something then it's like okay we have to stop right now because Kian has to go or Kian needs something so um, I think those were probably the the biggest challenges and just the fact that you know we're forced to isolate and not see anyone the kids can't see anyone so um, and I think especially it seems especially with our daughter. So just, it seems that the lack of interaction has has been a big challenge for her. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely feeling the effects of it. Like she's a very social person. She's been in daycare since she was like one. So, you know, she's just that's normal for her. So all of a sudden, you know, you change you change life on kids. They just Kind of yeah. like they are definitely a little bit lost, but it's getting better. They're able to now play with the with the neighborhood kids and, you know, playgrounds are opening up. We're going out for walks on the trails. So we're seeing more people. So, I mean, of course, physical distancing. But yeah, yeah, it's getting it's slowly. I'm really hoping it gets better and better like this. So um, among all those challenges, I'm just curious uh, how do you or or how do you find time for each other just for the other parents listening 
It's more of a, <laughs> that depends on the day. It's more like, did they sleep on time? Like, <laughs> yeah. So if, if our should, kids, should we lose an extra hour of sleep just to stay up and like watch TV and stuff? <laughs> I think the way, way me and Sumit have been like finding time is like by our discussions about politics. All of a sudden I'm interested in politics and like around the COVID and how the pandemic was like, you know, how things went about. And, you know, it's, it, I think our discussions have been, have been helping us connect a lot more and then also with the change in you know um the questions about diversity coming into you know and the systemic discrimination etc like these kind of topics have been have been um the topics of our home we're, we're discussing it a lot so i think that's how we're connecting um yeah and if the kids sleep uh, on time then at least like a night we can probably watch a movie or something <laughs> yeah it's like or we'll watch like binge watch some netflix show and we really shouldn't because we don't get the sleep but we'll watch yeah. it anyways <laughs> yeah we're definitely uh yeah we're trying but it's hard right like like we're trying to go for walks with the kids i mean that's the other way we're spending time together as a family I don't think we're gonna get this time again like I really sincerely don't think this is I mean we're trying to make the most of it as challenging as it sounds and it is um but we're trying to just spend as much time as we can together just make the most of it nope that sounds great that's a really great way to look at it like kind of saying spending trying to spend as much time as you can together now that there's this I guess the opportunity. I mean, it's it's kind of a funny thing. Nobody wants COVID, but um, yeah. you know, looking at the positive in terms of family time is is a good way to look at it. So going back to the challenges, um, I'm just curious with some of those challenges you had mentioned. What are some strategies you found useful for working from home uh, while the kids are also at home? I know I've struggled with that, so I, I'd love to hear a little bit about your thoughts. I'm trying to just take it one day at a time, honestly, trying to just small little bits, like dividing all my work in small little bits. And um, the meetings that we're having, like on a weekly basis with the supervisors, that's really, really like I feel like that really helps because that kind of keeps me on track. Um, and even if I'm looking for resources and as such, I can get that help from the teammates. So that's been really good. What I've been doing is just keeping my uh, my agenda with me the whole time and just kind of like watching what needs to get done, what hasn't been done for a while, maybe just, a, you know, kind of looking at it that way. Um, that's how I'm getting any kind of work done. Um, since Sumit's still looking for work, he's, he's still waiting for responses from employers. Yeah, it's a lot of... It's either like when the kids are sleeping, especially at the beginning when it was too cold to go out. But now that the weather's opened up a bit, then like Anisha might take them out for a bit or vice versa. Like the only way the house will be quiet is if the kids are not here. So <laughs> the weather's nice enough. So I might take them just, you know, walk around somewhere or go grab a coffee or that sort of thing and walk back sort of thing. So uh, we're just doing those kinds of things. And yeah, the the warming up has very much helped in being able to come up with a way to do something. Cause it's like, it's different if it was cold and things were open, you can still go somewhere. But um, at that time like you can't even go outside or go anywhere. So um, yeah, just the, the temperature increasing, just like being warm enough to go out. That's helped huge 
for both of us trying to just get our things done. Yeah, we just kind of try to tag team at some days so that we can at least get some work done. But yeah, it's it doesn't happen every day. And um, I've stopped beating myself up over it because I'm like, whatever I can get done, it's okay. It's a pandemic. It's not normal. <laughs> so I just kind of have to constantly remind myself of that too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so speaking of good weather, um, and you mentioned going for walks as a family, are there any other activities that your families enjoy doing together? So I guess like we've just been doing mostly like trails. I mean, that's the only way I can kind of keep my kids engaged um, and and physically active. So we've been um, we don't know Guelph and the surrounding areas as much either. So Sumit's been like, um, you know, picking places like downtown Guelph or um, downtown Waterloo or downtown Milton and downtown Burlington. So we've been trying to also go and like check out um different areas and they're beautiful they're just like gorgeous like we've never we've never seen these areas before so it's kind of interesting that we can actually go and check it out um with our kids and then there's a lot of like small little restaurants around there that do take out so we just yeah that's been like our our um yeah, we just just been exploring. But before yeah. that, it was like constantly watching TV and you know watching movies with the kids. Like yeah, Sumit had picked out like some like fun movies. Oh yeah, so yeah, me and Kiara were going through all the like '80s movies and like Goonies and all that kind of stuff. So I was getting suggestions from friends, and so we were just going through all these old movies for uh, us to watch. And it, it's for me, it's pretty amazing because I know I've watched all these movies, but I don't remember anything. So, so actually, now, actually, which is a brand new movie. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, we actually dug out some oldies from uh, for our kids during COVID. Yeah. Um, two of two two of the ones that they actually really liked was Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Beethoven. The one with the song. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so like I'm just like because we watched, say, for example, the Back to the Future trilogy, and I remembered like I know those some of the big things, but I remembered almost nothing of the detail <laughs> of the movies. <laughs> yeah, so it's been interesting how we're like we're it's yeah we're like just trying our best to kind of figure out things and be creative, but or like doing some creative crafts very very limited, some but of them, sometimes yeah. like we're doing crafts with Boomy uh, with Kara. She um she really is a creative like she's very creative in her work so even like bringing that up i guess that's pretty much it yeah but that's how we've been spending our time that's great so that that's really helpful to hear it's helpful to hear some of those things that you guys have been doing just as ideas because you know it's it's been a it's been a long stay at home <laughs> period very much so yeah yeah i just kind of run out of ideas after a while so anyway, that was really helpful. So thank you. Um, thinking about family meals and running out of ideas for me anyway. <laughs> but thinking of family meals, how have your family meals been affected uh, by COVID, by the pandemic? Or have they? So, you know, um, before the pandemic, uh, we used to get some help from Smeet's family. So Smeet's mom is a really excellent, excellent cook. And she used to prepare some foods for us. Um, but uh, you know, with COVID, we were not we're not seeing her as much, um, especially because you know, over sixty, we're we're just trying to be very mindful and protective. 
Um, so that those meals definitely went down. <laughs> so uh, we started preparing more meals at home. So we had just become more creative. Uh, my kids love, you know, paneer sandwiches. So we started making more like cultural and South Asian foods, as well as, of course, our Italian and Western dishes, which we love, which we can't give up. Um, so, yeah, lots of sandwiches, lots of pasta dishes, lots of like lentils, rice, rotis, um, paneer dishes, vegetable dishes. So it's been, um, or salads, um, it's been it's been an interesting change because, you know, yeah, we used to pack our lunches and everything and we used to prepare food, but I, I feel like we're making more meals um, for sure during the week at home. Um, we are doing takeout as well. Like here and there, we get some takeout foods like pizza or like quesadillas. Um, so we'll, we'll probably get some, and we're vegetarian, so we're, we'll just get like vegetarian meals here and there, but it's mostly once, I think once or twice a week, we would get takeout and then the rest we're preparing. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Any fancy baking because we're just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I started hard on the baking in March and went, I was baking like several times per week, but then I think I just got baked out. Like I haven't made anything <laughs> in a few months. I was planning to come over to your place when you were telling us about all the stuff you're baking. I know. <laughs> I think Lisa was worried that she's running out of baking powder. Yeah, I, I ran out of baking powder. Sabrina, if anybody is listening and you couldn't find baking powder at the grocery store, sing Sabrina is single-handedly responsible for <laughs> running wealth and surrounding area dry of baking powder. Um, but you can make it. <laughs> so I made my own baking powder. I, I know. See, there's you a creativity. Are, you <laughs> are awesome. I was very, very impressed. Yeah. So I can give that recipe <laughs> on the Gulf Family Health Study page for if there's a, if there's a, another situation where where Sabrina decides to bake a lot and we all need baking powder. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, Sabrina. We love you. We love Perfect. you. Thanks for baking. Okay, so we'll add Lisa's recipe for baking powder to the show notes. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit and thinking back to March 2020, um, if you had to go back and give yourself advice, what would you what would you say? That's the thing. Like for for how it was, like I don't really see how we like say for example like what would you have done different like I don't really see anything so like I don't really know what that would have been because it's more every day's been like take it in the moment so and a lot of say up to the up to the end of June has been dependent on Kiara's schoolwork so um <laughs> so every day was different that way so I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily have to change anything that I would need to give myself um or like us some advice that way but I think considering the circumstances like we did okay kind of thing it's like, like you never prepared for something like this right so yeah maybe the the only thing I might have said is maybe just buy more toilet paper in advance but you know so, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about all these people going in paper, but and yeah and wipes and, and sanitizer <laughs> but yeah that's about it I mean I I don't really see anything on our schedule or routine or anything like that, we would have been doing differently. I, I think the only thing I would be telling myself if in March, 2020 would be just to brace myself, to brace ourselves and 
you know, it's okay if life slows down a little bit, just count our blessings. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I think there was one thing that I really wanted to do was to have a great, a gratuity journal or a grateful journal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, just to kind of write every day in that journal about what I'm grateful for. So we'd started doing that, but somewhere <laughs> down yeah. the road, we yeah, kind of stopped. It's but, harder when you're putting your kids to sleep. You yeah, don't really have a routine. <laughs> yeah, I think we started doing that actually just before the pandemic, and then it just went dead yeah. wayside. But hopefully we can pick that back up. I think that was really helpful in, like, reflecting our day-to-day. And I think there's, like, a little bit of evidence also behind it where – it's it's um it's uh, really helpful for for um you know just kind of like being more positive in your outlook in general. So I think we need to pick that up again. Yeah, thank you for for sharing all of that. That's really that's really great and that's helpful information. And I, and I really like the idea of a gratitude journal. That's fantastic. Um, so what is something you are looking forward to doing once it's safer to do so as a family? Oh, traveling. Travel. <laughs> yeah. We can't wait to travel. That was easy. As soon as we, it's safe to travel, I was like, yeah, we're go to Manhattan um, or something. <laughs> yeah, like we like before the pandemic, we and you know before Kian actually when when Kian was born, we were we were traveling before that to India. Like we're always traveling to India, Europe, uh, U.S., and now we just feel like <laughs> a little lost with uh, not being able to travel I, I see my parents in India every uh, at least once or twice a year so that's why we travel a lot um, and yeah we cannot wait to travel again my kids love my, my daughter loves going back home so she she's also waiting for it so hopefully you know when things get a bit better we can certainly maybe next year or later next year we would love to go back that's and I, I bet I'm sure you miss your you miss seeing your mom and yeah so yeah. that would be zoom isn't quite the same is it like no no nowhere near. not yeah. even close i mean it's great it's a great tool how technology brings people closer even though they're pulled apart but yeah like the whole in-person we've been missing that a lot during the quarantine like in-person connections and our friends like yeah, and I know that our friends are missing it too. So, and our families are missing it too. So, hopefully, it gets gets a bit better. Yes, I told everyone it's going to be awkwardly long hugs when this whole thing is over. Just yeah. awkwardly long. Like yeah. you're going to think the hug is done, but then yeah. it's not done. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for taking the time. Uh, to speak with us and and just answer some questions and and, and mostly share your to share your experience and your thoughts on um, being a family a young family with uh, children who are home regularly and and you guys working and and just um, taking the time to, to share your experience and how you're managing with COVID because I think uh, the more uh, us families can kind of share our experiences and thoughts. I think the better um, equipped and supported I think we'll all feel. Just knowing that another family is is going through the same thing um, is just so helpful. Yeah, yeah no, sure. definitely. Thank you for interviewing us. This has been a great experience. We appreciate it.